Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Real spoilers powered by ReviewSTL.com. Warning, the following film discussion will ruin the ending of any movie you haven't seen. Example, Bruce Willis is dead at the end of The Sixth Sense. See how I ruined it for you? Just like that. Here are a few more. Silent Breed is people! I am your father. Get it? Real spoilers. You've been warned. Broadcasting from the lush but not lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude, this is Real Spoilers, episode 253, the Matthew McConaughey <laughs> blockbuster, <laughs> Gold. <laughs> Has the McConaughey ran its course? <laughs> think, a lot of actors, you know, like, I, I think this was clearly intended to be Oscar bait. Yeah. For sure. Oh, yeah. Swing and a miss. Yes. Swing yes, and a miss. Yes, that is like... The uh, the Bugs Bunny cartoon where he uh, throws the slow ball and everybody <laughs> strikes out in one standing, which is like one two three strikes you're out. That's the way this movie is. Like yeah. he didn't he didn't get more than one pitch. Yeah, he just struck out on one pitch. Well, you know, I will say this before we dig too much into it. I don't blame him. Nope, not no, at don't. all. Nope. No, so, but nope. first, before we begin, let's go around the table and everyone can introduce themselves. This is Joe. This is Kevin, and this is Tom. So shameless bugs. Don't forget, we're available on iTunes. Rate, review, subscribe. You can join the League of Show Sharers. We will say your name in the show. You will be rich and famous, and you can uh, rub it in your friend's face. That's and right. By it, I mean your genitalia. <laughs> Jesus. What? I just, isn't that what everybody wants? Uh, well, well, <laughs> I don't know. So there we go. That That's out of the way. We will now tackle gold. Gold. Uh, yeah. So... This movie, I don't. Does it take place in 1980s? In like, like I think early 90s. I think it is, begins in 88. Okay, but okay, it, but this is the prequel to Fool's Gold, right? I think that's what it was. Yeah, okay. yeah. Let's make it check. Uh, yeah. So we're immediately introduced uh, to Matthew McConaughey's character and uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, who I didn't recognize him initially. Yeah. Um, and there, you know, he's kind of given her. He, he runs this. He's part of this company, which you don't really know what they do immediately. Then he kind of lays it out that his grandfather was a miner. Is like so he, she was a gold digger. She, no, he's a gold. He's digger. a gold digger. <laughs> <laughs> Literally a gold yeah. digger. So he, you know, he turns out that he's put, you know his it's this mining company in Reno, Nevada. Um, and then <laughs> it's so like the the whole beginning part of this movie seems so inconsequential. Like there's no reason for any of this because this 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 part of the movie doesn't lead into anything i, I guess know, his depression sent him in a downward spiral but I, I, took it, don't, I don't need it I, I i took it is they're trying to show you that that he had abs at one point 
No, that no, the company that, was that successful. That the company was successful, that oh. they made a lot of money prospecting gold, that yeah. this isn't a pipe dream. This is something he's actually done yeah. and done well. Right. And, well, and, and okay. his family has done and yeah. done well. Also, I, I took it as kind of like a like to show that this to me at least i took it that this was nepotism run wild like his dad was the successful well i would agree with that and if, he's if trying he to like if impress he didn't girls seem so and, six, but he i feel like he's also successful i feel like he knew what he was doing i just kind of felt like it was showing that like he probably while his dad was in charge of the business probably messed around more i didn't get that impression uh, you know though. i got that impression mm-hmm. until i realized it was bryce dallas howard who would become were they officially married i think i don't I couldn't know tell if they, they were, were married thing, or not but they were certainly yeah. in a long-term yes. committed relationship yeah. and so but it seemed like they were trying to show that didn't it like yeah. with him showing the pictures and being all <laughs> I also and, i also think what does it say about me where i was like this is the best bryce dallas howard's ever looked yeah <laughs> i was like what oh no yeah from the early 90s like that version of bryce dallas howard with she had a little meat on her she did yeah. but it worked it was good yeah she had well, some, she, I, she had and I, I think she had just had a baby well and she also um was bigger in uh that black mirror episode oh she was yeah that's right yeah all right well i have a type yeah that's what that is so uh she looked great oh yeah yeah but, yeah so but, but i like yeah i like i thought it was like oh he's using this this is how he seduces his women yeah. and i think the mistake I think the mistake in that scene was that he shouldn't have given her a gold watch. Yeah. Like he, yeah. like he, like gives this spiel and then he surprises her with this gold watch to show you the power and seductive quality of gold, gold. And, and his his unique brand of bullshit. Right. And I think it should have been an engagement ring. Oh, I think that that would have been more. So you're aware that this they, is they're actually a thing. Because I thought because I mean he's talking to her, he's giving her the history of gold, and even and, his buddies are like, eh, check, look, 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 check this out. Yeah, watch like this is this is a spiel, right. you know? Yeah, and I just thought like. And I, I mean, obviously, it's there for the audience. It's exposition of right. of what he does and how it works. But I thought it was pretty good patter. But I thought it was this is how he seduces women. Yeah. And so yeah. when this is still his woman, five six years later, when he's at his, at his lowest, at his nadir, Ooh. you know, I, I like so like clearly they're a thing. Like yeah. that's yeah. not just she's not a gold digger. He wasn't just trying to seduce her, or if he did. He he decided he liked her more liked than her enough. So you know, I thought that was, yeah, a little like confusing. Yeah, yeah. I can see that for sure. And then so then we're introduced to Craig T. Nelson. Who? Hey, Craig T. Nelson. I love that guy. I hope like, you don't. I hope you weren't hoping for him to be in the whole I movie. Was, I mean, he was also he got like three lines. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's like, uh, you do it. Yeah. I'm dead. Uh, yeah, that was surprising. I'm like, huh. I, as I'm watching that, obviously, I think Lawrence. The cast of the DC, you know, DC animated, DC cinematic stuff is what it is, and I think Larry Fishburne, it's a fantastic Perry White. If they ever have to recast that, Craig T. Nelson as Perry White, I think would be awesome sauce. Mm. Now, would he have to be Perry Black yes. because he's white? <laughs> that so Perry White is now black. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so if you right. have a white Perry yeah, White, you have to be, be Perry, Perry Black. black. Right. No, yeah. you have to flip I, it. I wouldn't put it past Zack Snyder at this <laughs> point. <laughs> no, it's cool, bro. Like this is what like, we're just gonna have some fun with it. It's no big deal. Uh, he's actually his twin brother. Um, so, yeah, so he kind of he tells Matthew McConaughey's character to take point on this thing. And then uh, he passes away. Like he says, he, McConaughey's doing a, a narration. Oh, he's like, this is the last time I saw my dad. He died of a heart attack, like right there on the floor, blah, blah. So we flash forward however many years it is. They don't they never really tell you. They never give you. 
they're a little oh, when they vague get, when they get about how long it took yeah. for that company to get run into the ground. Well, it was seven years later. Is they, say they say that? seven? Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, it said seven years later, and then it went to him walking the, with his the, baggy pants and walking around. Which, yeah. <laughs> so we, I'm like, wow. <laughs> yeah. And this is McConaughey. Like, I, you know, he found he found his mojo again at Dallas Buyers Club, I think is where. Dallas Buyers Club, True Detective. Magic Mike. Magic Mike. He's great in that movie. He's so oh, yeah. good. As much as that, like, that He's movie so gets... It's that easy movie doesn't write off that movie. That yeah. first one, I thought, was that a very good movie. That good film. And they, they, they marketed that completely wrong. That was a total head fake. Yep. Yeah. And I yep. can't believe more people weren't upset about it. Yeah. yeah. That movie was way better than it had any right to oh, be. Oh, they marketed it to make money. You know yeah, what I mean? They like, marketed it I mean, as a different type Moana, of movie. Moana, though. Like, or no, no. Tangled. Tangled's the one where they gave like five different trailers... And each one felt different, and it hit all their markets. So you have the one trailer for the ladies. That's fine. Yeah. But then you give the other trailer where it's like, oh, this isn't yeah. just about strippers. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. <laughs> I have to say, this movie, at least the first half of it, was a complete mess. I don't know who edited this movie, but like tonally, the music choices... Just the editing overall. I yeah. I just thought this movie is such a piece of crap. From the, like I, when we get to the first hour, when we get to the Indonesia. Is where I was like, oh, okay. This movie is very frustrating in that I thought it was a really good story yeah. in the hands of a really bad director. Yes, yep. exactly. Because once we got into the story yeah. and something was going on, I was hooked because I'm yeah. like, this is very interesting. Yeah. Right. But that first hour leading up to something happening, I just thought boring. this is and the, I also, I because also, of the editing and the directing, it just it was just I so... I also think if this is in the hands of a different cast, a lesser cast... It's way worse. How much do yeah. they want to be Wolf of Wall Street? Yeah. Oh, totally. or uh, American Hustle. Yeah. American Hustle like, is what I was. All thinking. I could do was sit there and think of other directors yeah. who should have been making this movie. Yeah. Because yep. it's like if this had been a David O. Russell or Scorsese, yeah. and I know that like you, you know, you, 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 you don't, get Scorsese's understudy. Yeah, you don't get Scorsese. You right. get, he does what he wants to do. Right. But but still, we've seen David O. Russell in a while, have we? Mop the joy. Yeah, he that's, that was a David O. Russell yeah, movie. Yeah, of course, of course. Ooh, that Jennifer Lawrence yeah. and Bradley Cooper in yeah. it. That's, that's the law. That's his. Yeah, <laughs> but no, we have, and it was crap. It was like a year ago, yeah, okay. and it sucked. That was longer than that. Well, it was like was, a it was this year, time last year. Christmas it was, movie. Yeah. It was a Christmas yeah. movie. It was. Uh, it was another God. Oscar bait. Remember movie. when it snowed at the end, and she stood under the the window. Because that it was wasn't snow meaningful. <laughs> Remember how artistic that was when sure. she stood under a window, and got snowed on, and then the movie ended <laughs> like what in the middle oh, of Texas? Man, I just bad. like what is happening? <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I just yeah, I couldn't help but to think of movies like American Hustle and Wolf of Wall Street really came to mind because yeah. they sold it just like they sold the Jordan Belfort story with him starting up and hooking all these people for money and promising them things that didn't. Yeah, exist. but I feel like Jordan Belfort knew he was screwing them over. No, I mean he still he still didn't have anything when he made this money. Oh, like, I see what you're saying. Like I see. they so tried yeah. to be Wolf of Wall Street and were so not talented. Yeah, to but do I, it, but I get I, I I agree with Joe that I think if this is true, if what they're Jordan saying in the Belford, like oh yeah, he was, was a scam artist. He was sure. deliberately ripping people off. I don't this think Matthew McConaughey not. was deli- he no. was he no. was it was a hard sell to get you to invest yeah. in the, in in this gold mine. But they were really looking for gold, Absolutely. and if they found it, you would get money. Yeah, like, you know, like it was it was it was very high risk. 
but very, very high, high reward, reward yeah. and that's how that works. But I, yeah, but I don't think I don't he think was they're ever the same people, people. I think that they tried to film the same scenes. Is yes. my point. Yeah. Him call, cold calling people and promising them based on just hopes and dreams is, is just like the scene of him selling penny stocks. Like yeah. it's just the same scene, and yeah. I just it just it. it it just was so much worse that they were trying to replicate a better movie and the, the editing and the camera work and just in the script overall just right. was so not on par with those other movies and it just wouldn't help but to remind you of better films. And so I was so frustrated that first hour again because about halfway through the movie when stuff starts happening and we'll get there, then I was interested because I didn't know this story and once things started happening, I'm like, oh, okay, what's going to happen? Like I was invested. Yeah. But that first half was a complete it was, mess. It was a little rough. It was, it was, it was a little boring. So, so yeah, he's, he's set up. He, so now his the company that his father and great great grandfather grandfather and father have built is on its last legs it's ran out of a bar yeah it's ran out of the the double tree or whatever it was yeah. called uh and so he's he and like i felt like they don't make him out to be a swindler they make him out to be like a dude who was hard working he never yeah. quit he busted his ass he, he did whatever he had to do to yeah. keep that company, that company and, alive, yeah. and those like those guys that he was working with afloat. Yeah. Did this guy seems like a good guy? Like, yeah. I, they, he's yeah. not a, a villain by no. any means. No. no, I mean they're not. This story it, again is interesting, and I've never heard it. I just wish that someone was in charge of the script that could have presented I don't think the story. It's a also better. like I don't know if it was the script. I don't like. I think it was the director yeah. that made. Uh, you I know, really, like I really, I agree. Like it's if I liked the story movie has no energy. Yeah, yeah. And that, this, that's the other thing. This he movie should have felt <laughs> yeah. like a shot of adrenaline. Yep. Yes, because yep, yep, I mean yep. it's literally about people chasing gold. Like right. that's like, oh my god, we're going to be rich beyond our well, We got to go, go, go. And well, like, yeah. there's none of that. And how much energy did Wolf of Wall Street have? Right. And that's about people selling Wolf, stocks. Wolf right. of Wall Street felt like manic. Like right. that felt yeah. like. Like I remember seeing it that felt, and be like, felt, okay. Geez. Some movies feel like a shot of adrenaline. Wolf of Wall Street was about cocaine. Yeah. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Like that yes. was that was a line of coke. Yes, but and that brings like, me, like the Martin, good Scorsese like the knows good stuff. He knows a thing or two about cocaine. <laughs> just a little, just I can a little bit. You. <laughs> but you know, it's funny that you mentioned that because that's my next point. I turned to Katie in the first 15, 20 minutes, and I go. I think Matthew McConaughey is sleepwalking through this movie. Like, it's not his fault, but, like, right. there was no... The director should have been there to say, pick it up, turn in a different performance. This is not right for this film, you know? Do you like, think McConaughey's on the level now where directors... A, a first-time director would be... Was this a first-time director? I don't know. Oh. I'm just saying, like, maybe. But, I mean, like, uh, let's say... For the sake of the argument that he is right. a first-time director. But this a movie- first-time director on this level. How about that? With working with, you know, an Academy... Was Bryce Dallas Howard ever nominated for an Oscar? I'm not sure. Oh, yeah. Lady in the Water. That's what it was. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, but, but I mean, like... Do you but know it mean? just like, it lacked like, any kind of energy. But do you, do you so think slow. that, like, a director on, you know... I, it was... You go back to Richard Donner in Superman, where he had Brando... And it didn't matter what Donner said. Like Brando was going to do what he was going to do. And, so I, and I don't. McConaughey is too I big for his britches. Uh, no, kind of thing. I don't think that. But I think it, it's possible that a, a first-time director working with uh, a guy the level of McConaughey would be a little bit intimidated to tell him. But it's his job, not, and he should have. That's the that's well, the problem. Is that, like McConaughey? I, I get there though. To, if you're an inexperienced director, you're gonna have a hard time. Telling Matthew McConaughey, right, or just being like, "Hey, man, that wasn't exactly what we were looking for. Can you do that again?" Yeah, and he this direct he's directed uh, Abandon, Syriana, 
That's uh, another, isn't oh Sirion is the Clooney one or is that also a McConaughey yeah, one? Yeah, it's Clooney. Okay. Yeah, I was trying to remember. Okay, yeah, God, that was boring. That was boring. Uh, but uh, and then he went into he did two TV movies: Metro, White City, and then now he's directed Gold, and oh. then he's directing another movie called The Division. Well, he wrote the, the screenplay for Traffic. So it's oh, like, wow. man, that should have, you know, if he would have written this movie. Maybe he's a better writer than he is a director. But he, I think he wrote this too, though, didn't he? Or maybe oh. he didn't. Oh, no, he did see. He didn't do the script yeah. on this. See, that's the problem. Because if this movie would have been written, in, you know, with the kind same of like the tone of traffic, of, of traffic yeah. it would have been good. Take this story with that flair. If did you, you not like traffic? No, I remember. It's been okay. a long time, right. but I remember yeah. enjoying traffic. Okay. Maybe so, crash yeah but i just i couldn't believe it it was it was after we were first introduced to him seven years later and he was kind of narrating his where he was now and you see him in the bar and i'm just like this movie is way too quiet to be effective yeah it was just way understated and it should have been so much more it it, it just didn't work right for so the tone. yeah so he he's he's hustling he's doing what he has to do to keep this company afloat he ends up having a meeting with the guy from the dark knight who figures out that bruce wayne is batman like that's who that guy is that actor Remember in the Dark Knight, there's the guy who works for Wayne Industries who's just like, all this yeah. money's missing. That's the this is the guy. Oh, that's it's fun. the same guy. And I was like, you're always a swarmy little. I'm like, yeah. Brick. Well, I looked at it. And I'm like, man, that guy. <laughs> always, yeah, I, I know. I have seen him before. And he's just this jerk kind of a. <laughs> that's that funny. line was just like, you really think it's a good idea to go after a guy who may or may not dress up like a bat in the yeah. middle of the night? No, I'm going to do. He's like, okay, good luck. Yeah. Uh, so he kind of he sits down with these two guys and he's like, look, I've got this op- this property and we've got, you know, we're we're developing all this stuff and he's just he's giving them the the hard sell he's doing and they're just like oh but he thinks he's supposed to have a meeting with the other guy i really like what they were trying to do here like this was this he's getting no respect this should have been really effective like more effective than it was because i love the idea that him and his dad had all these relationships and he's supposed to meet with the big investor and at this point he's just on such a low point and so like he i can't even get a meeting with somebody he's known his entire life friend of the family he can't even get a meeting with and i didn't realize till later in the movie like that it was that degree of like I didn't like realize he was trying fallen. to meet with basically a family friend. Yeah. I, think, yeah. I didn't, I didn't pick up on that either. Made th- that very yeah. clear. I do like where he's like, if you were supposed to have a meeting with, you'd be meeting with, you'd be meeting with him, with, wouldn't you? With so, Stacey so Keat. I, no, is it Stacy Keach or it's, Powers Booth? It's Stacy Keach. Yeah. Okay. So I love I get that. Those two confused. Oh, I do too. <laughs> I love what they're trying to do, and I love when it comes back around. So like, I really liked that idea. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. This is one thing I really liked how that ended up. Yeah. So he goes home, and he's just like he's. He's bummed like and he gets and he also has a drinking problem but and so he's got Kay played by Bryce Dallas Howard who is just like she never quits like she never gives up on him she's with him the whole time even when he's in like he has hit the bottom of rock bottom I mean there's nowhere left to to go fund this gold mining expedition he's literally pawning her jewelry he's pawning the watch he he gives her the the opening scene which how did he get that I don't remember how he like did he just guess about Ecuador or Ecuador or Indonesia? No, well, so he, he goes he goes there because there's this miner that found this legendary gold strike. Copper. It, not gold. It was yeah. a, oh, it was is that what it was? He was looking okay. for some other thing. That, okay. And, yeah. So he found this and and so but he he's had a little bit of a bad run of luck. Okay. And so he goes and finds this guy to be and like he's just going on a whim? Yeah, he's basically like okay. a hope you, and a prayer. You had a good run of luck and now you're down on your and now you're on, gotcha. on the skids and i had a great run of luck and i'm on the skids and okay. so we should partner up like i didn't figure like, that out i, I can, how did we get because it's like 
Matthew McConaughey comes from a gold prospecting family, but by the time the generation, like his father or grandfather, was literally like pickaxe on like the side of a mountain. Gabby yeah. Hayes and, a, yeah. and Walter Brennan, like, oh, go out there and, <laughs> and find some gold. But now he's three generations later and he knows how to get the capital, but right. he doesn't really know how to go find gold. Right. And so, plus, it's a lot more. That's uh, true. Scientifically minded now, right? Right. right. And so. So he's going to find this guy and say, you know how to find the gold. I know how to get the capital so you can find the gold. And we'll team and up. Let's go. So and, they, they, and, and I, I like and them together. And I like that scene like where, that where he's trying to convince him because like, I thought Matthew McConaughey did a really good job of a guy who's like, a good salesman, but not a great salesman. He's in that and, weird area, and like, yeah. and like, you know that he could be right, but he simultaneously reeks of desperation. <laughs> right. Yeah, and you don't. And the guy's just like, "Are you kidding me?" Well, it's like, also like he McConaughey is, you know, he's traditionally known for being in ridiculous shape, right. So in this one, it looks like he's just pushing his gut out. Like it looks like he it doesn't really look like he gained the weight. No, he's no. just sticking his stomach. Yeah, right. Out. Yeah, you, I know. It, it's, it's like one bad. of those. Where if he sucks it back in, you're like, oh, there's well, your six it's pack. like when like, you look at his you look at his back arms. and everything, yeah. yeah, and you're like, he still <laughs> looks in super good shape, but with a stomach, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, okay, it could be a beer spot. gut, like yeah. I get it, yeah. but it's the same thing. We're just like, like that video where the guy's like, how to get abs magically, and he slaps his stomach, yeah. and all of a sudden he's got abs, yeah, like that's yeah. So, but I think he gained fifty pounds. I mean, he did gain weight, but it's just weird because he's the rest muscle. of his body is still in great <laughs> shape. It's just he's sticking uh, his stomach out. You know? But yeah, so he's wearing like a raggedy, you know, shirt. Doesn't fit. He looks like he's had the same suit on for four <laughs> right, days. Right. And then in comes, I think it's, I can't think of this guy's name. He, he was in. He's been in a bunch of stuff. You'd recognize him if you saw him. But he's like in like a very nice. Like white suit with like a blue shirt that's tailored to fit him, and yeah, he's very, very business. Dapper. Yes, yeah. So he's laying out his whole deal. He's like, "Look, man, we can do this. Like, I I believe in you. You got to yeah. believe in me." And the Indonesia scenes were great. Like yeah. this, this is where and and going back to it later in the movie, I enjoyed it too. Like the everything that happens in Indonesia is a captivating story. Like I really like what they mm-hmm. did. So this is where I started to actually pay attention. I'm like, Oh, okay. What are they going to do? How are they going to team up? And, and I liked their interactions together. Right. Yeah. Cause I was afraid this movie was going to be just like two hours of like, we're looking for gold. Didn't find it. Looking for yeah. gold. Didn't find it. Looking for gold. Didn't yeah. find it. Looking for gold. Found it. Yay. We and I, win. Just, I, I was just like, Oh yeah. Is this I what didn't we're going to do? Don't, right. don't be that. Movie. I didn't yeah. know if they were just, yeah, at the very end going to strike gold and happily ever after. Cause I didn't know the story. Well, so once yeah. we started to get, once we started to get into conflict, I'm right. like, yes. Okay. Now we're on board. So they get everything squared away and they're, you know, they're, McConaughey kind of calls back to his buddies back in wherever they are at Reno. Yeah. And he like has them. He's like, look, man, sell it and we'll get, we yeah. need, we need X amount of dollars. dollars is the number. And we, he's like, how much, you know, they're selling, they're trying to get as much as they can. He's like, how much did you get? He's like two twenty five. He's like, can you make it work? And he was like, I can make anything work. Yeah. And they get like enough stuff going where they, they've got, you know, mining equipment. They've got these miners. They've got everything yeah. coming in. And in hindsight, now that you've seen the movie, I it makes more sense now of how he makes it work. Yeah. Like, how oh, he, yeah. How does he take a number that he came up with 700 and he's like, I'll make 225 work? Like, I oh, get it totally it. makes I sense. I get it now. So, yeah. Anyway. So they're they're digging and they're doing their thing and they're, you know, the, the they're. I didn't realize that they're just like coring. So they're just taking out like cylinders of the earth, and so, and if and it has, and then if it has enough gold, then they'll they'll start, then, then they'll dig there. Yeah, I yeah. I never knew that was a thing. Like I had yeah. no idea. 
So they're sitting there getting these samples back, and there's nothing. Like, there's nothing there. There's nothing there. And finally, McConaughey comes down with malaria. Yeah. Which I liked the scene where he's just like, I don't care. Like, just keep... De- like, and he, now like the- he keeps coming in and out of, like, b- basically a delirium. Right. You know? And he finally says, he's like, just promise me that you're going to find something. Yeah. And he was like, okay. You're not going to let me die It was for almost nothing. like that scene in Teen America where he's like, she's like, just promise me you'll never die. I promise I will never die. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he wakes up, you know, he, he comes back. Three weeks later. But at the same time, like, the miners had started to quit. Like, they'd all started to walk off because they weren't getting paid. Right. And then I feel like his name is Oscar Martinez, but I don't think that's... The actor? Yeah. Oscar Martinez is the guy from Edgar the Ramirez. office. Edgar Ramirez. Oh, okay. All Edgar right. Ramirez. Oscar Martinez is the Oscar from The Office. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, uh, this actor was in The Girl on the Train, which was a. Recent. Oh, he was the he's the he's the the psychiatrist that they think that he she's having an affair with. That's right. So I I like this actor. Uh, coincidentally, he was in Joy. Oh, <laughs> just yeah. He was. Oh, Mc- he's he's the boyfriend. He's the husband. Yeah, the, oh, the, okay. the husband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The lounge uh, singer. I like that actor. Like, <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, I like that actor. Yeah, he's like, good. He's a good actor. Yeah. So. Oh uh, yeah. So he kind of so that uh, he wakes that up. Character, three. Well, that character kind of starts going to these villages. Oh, does he give them clean water? He yeah, teaches he, them how to he, get clean water. He gets water. the materials and stuff to, so they can have clean water, and right. so then the villagers agree to work for him because. They know that's that's a big deal. That if you don't have, have clean water, then that would be a very good thing for you. Correct. I, I did like it when uh, at in and out of delirium, McConaughey wakes up and goes Just constantly smoking. I, well, he's <laughs> I like how, yeah, I was like he's sick and he's smoking the cigarettes. Yeah. But no, I like it how he's like there's fifteen hundred dollars on this Mastercard and three hundred dollars <laughs> on this diners use club. It, yeah, yeah, use club. it all. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> I remember at Blockbuster, like we uh, on our keyboard, right? You had Visa, Mastercard, Discover, <laughs> you had diners whatever. Club. And we had to, like, but you had to hit like. Control F to and get that's the that. only. I had one per, in the Ever? thirteen years I worked <laughs> I there. Like, is that even still I had around? One person use it. I, mean, I don't even club. think Diners cr- Club was around in the nineties. Uh, no, I had one person use it. But wow. so you could actually yeah. put money on that. I I, I thought it was. Just, I don't know what Diners Club is. I thought it was just is. a membership club to go was, to a restaurant. No, Diners Club was kind of the first credit card. I think. Wow. Like, oh it really? Was, that was like, and it was it was for so you like, go to restaurants and, it was, and charge. Yeah, it was primarily it was and it was for like businessmen. So you would go out to eat and you would need to charge your dinners and keep track of it and like that's at least, oh. at least oh. that's how i remember it yeah I, you so know. we didn't grow up with that but no. every time i saw it i thought diners club just meant you got like discounts at different restaurants <laughs> i had, I had like, the what? guy handed to me and i was like huh. yeah diners club i'm just gonna type that in because i don't know where that key is it's a, it's a charge card company founded in 1950 uh, wow. it was well, there the, were credit cards in 1950. It was the first independent credit card company in the world, and it established the concept of a self-sufficient company producing credit cards for travel and entertainment. And I think where MasterCard and then Visa beat it out was that originally Diners Club w- was primarily for restaurants, right? And that and that MasterCard was like, well, what if we could do this at all businesses? Ah. and so that was where they kind of beat it. You know, was. Like well, at some point it was like restaurants. it was like well what do I want Diners Club for because I can only use it at restaurants and maybe hotels where I can use Mastercard everywhere, everywhere. so I'll just use my Mastercard at the restaurants. Little did they know is cash was just going to become obsolete altogether. Yes. Yeah, nobody uses that anymore. So I was correct. It was the first. You were credit yeah. card. Look at you. Huh. That's why we have you on the show, Tom. Every once in a while, yeah. weird things lodged in my <laughs> old timey reference. That's an old timey reference. That's an old timey reference. Yeah. So he, he wakes up with the uh, you know the three weeks later with a uh, pulling a little trickaroo on him. Oh well, yeah, he's just like, is it good news? It's not good. It's not good. 
It's great. It's great. <laughs> and of course, you know, that was a good scene. Like he was just like, we did it. And you know, and you and felt his underwear he, jumping on oh, the other yeah, guy. That was, that was hilarious. Uh, where you like the dude put everything into this and he's yeah. like, oh yeah, we're going to make it. So he goes home. See, again, I think that's the problem is with the director because it felt a little bit hokey to me with him jumping on him. And like, I didn't feel the energy of them really. I be- did. I though. saw what they were trying to do. I get that they were excited and all that. But with the camera angles and the way it was filmed, I'm just I felt like, like I could always see the strings being pulled. Yeah, it Uh-oh. didn't feel like a professional film. It didn't feel like a legitimate film with a director that knew what he was doing. Was it to McConaughey frame the shot? Is that what it was? Yeah. No. And it's like, man, even if they were doing the same thing, but a different director like Scorsese had the camera i feel like that scene would have been 10 times i feel more like powerful. It, i feel yeah. like it's not fair to talk about scorsese like yeah i hear what you're saying oh i was just throwing that out oh, okay I think, okay no, no no i think that if uh yeah i don't think scorsese is the only director yeah. who could handle the material absolutely but, but i just i not his panache i just mean if a competent director if someone this movie had no style or yeah or again energy that's exactly. like it should have been like that camera should have been moving and exactly. whipping around exactly. and like exactly. but i feel like there were shots like that like when they come over that that hill and you see, like, the mining site that he wants to go to. Yeah. Like, that's a huge scene. There were a couple. Like, that scope is massive. There were a couple like that. But overall, but again, see, every scene It should have been used for the more yeah. boring stuff. Yeah. Oh, you know, see, like, bring like, it. you know, Wolf of Wall Street and American Hustle, mm. Social Network. Yeah. Like, they use camera work to inject action into the scenes boring that are that are boring yeah. subject matter, and so so like yeah. you know it when they're explaining or even to a lesser degree what was, uh, that Steve Jobs movie with that Aaron Sarkin, yeah. Sarkin oh, wrote yeah like yeah, the yeah. Fassbender like, one yeah like I mean that was just people like screaming at each other for sure. two hours but that camera Man, was going eight that camera has to be a character and like yeah. so when they were celebrating instead of doing a wide shot with them jumping like 20 feet away from the camera do a circular shot around them and get up close right. and put some flair to it so like i just felt like every scene was so understated it felt so dull compared sure. to the same exact actors it's not the actors it's no, the camera right. work and it's this director and that's yeah. the problem with I this see movie. you know what i mean yeah, so like yeah sure. they're celebrating and matthew mcconaughey yeah it's funny whatever but man it could have been 10 times better right. and that's how i felt all throughout with these scenes and that's what was so disappointing because when we get into this story you're like this is a compelling story like it's a it's, very good story tom's it absolutely right it is a great story just not handled very yeah. well yeah i was i was totally invested in in, yeah. in the story once we aspect. once we get to indonesia and we are off to the races once i was they in quote the unquote entire find time. gold i was in spoilers <laughs> well that's what we do <laughs> that's yeah. true uh, i said quote unquote no, i know but, I, <laughs> <laughs> but seriously though once they did that i was in until the end of the movie yeah. and i'm like wow i cannot believe that who movie. also shows up at the end of the movie tony kibble like the guy from Black Mirror that I think is awesome. Oh, missed, he was, yeah. He's yeah. showing up like randomly. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm invested, and I'm also spending the entire movie going, God damn, I wish this was better. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I felt the exact same. I way. could not believe that they were able to. But I wrote this movie off that first 15 minutes, and you know, the first hour was pretty bad. <laughs> but like after 15 minutes, I go, This is just a piece of trash. I don't know how I'm even going to find anything. I, I was constantly trying to get everybody not to see this movie. <laughs> like, are we sure we're doing <laughs> but, this but, one? But, but no, I'm glad I did though because of the story and like again an hour into it i was like i cannot believe i'm interested in this knowing how it started yeah and they did with the story but anyway so, so yeah they, they find gold he gets home and then they're again we're off to the races we're like they're they've got more investors and their stock yeah. is starting to jump and they move they back. get stock 
Yeah, they get stock. Sorry, uh, his company was not publicly traded. Right. Yeah. So it becomes publicly traded. They it get goes their from old penny stock. To Who's the guy that they team up with? Who is that guy? He looked with a bald head. I couldn't recognize him. Was he on House of Cards? And I think oh he yeah, was it's, the, Cor- it's Corey Stoll. He was, was he, he was uh, Yellow Jacket in Ant. I would say he's in, the villain okay. in Ant. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. He was like, also that guy's great. Like that guy doesn't get a lot of credit, but he was on. There was a show on Stars called. The boss, I think, with Kelsey Grammer, where he was the mayor or that the was governor. on Showtime. I think it was on Stars. I'm pretty e- sure that was on Showtime. Either way, yeah. that show was awesome. Like the first season, but he's like on that show. He is kind of he's like a down and out kind of politician, like a street politician mm-hmm. um, that's got some demons. And then Kelsey I hope it was on Stars. I'm sorry. All right. Yeah. Nah. Don't get I'm to not, do that very often. I don't. <laughs> wow. But yeah, I, I couldn't. But he's like, him, he's but, so good. But yeah. he was also <laughs> he's he is bald. Like he's naturally yeah. bald. But so there's a show. He was on a show on FX called The Strain. Yeah. Where they give him this awful wig. Yeah. And it is like that's a GDT show, right? Yeah. Uh, what GDT? What's the yeah, uh, yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Didn't he produce uh, that or whatever? He wrote or created it. it? He yeah. created it, yeah. yeah. Chuck Hogan and GDT, yeah. yeah. Guillermo del Toro oh, for our people. Like yeah. Grand, Tom, Grand I, Theft <laughs> Detroit? <laughs> yeah. So, That'd be GTD. Shut up. Oh, I'm <laughs> saying. So the, the, he, they're off to the races, and they're making money hand over fist, and they don't really know... Like, he has never been in this situation, so he's not really savvy, but he's also super headstrong about this fine like he's like it's mine it's it's ours they also i should say they sign a contract on a napkin that yeah. says we're half we're 50 it's 50. basically like there's no it's just 50 50 50 50 yeah you get and half, then matthew mcconaughey half. is like i like keep it he's like he's like i'll get your copy he's like no nah, whatever know. he's like mm, keep and it. i will say like the entire time he says he's like it's not about the money yeah i just want to find it right and that's he's so com- invested in because i have a conversation with somebody about the end of this movie about like what did he really know and i don't believe he knew a thing i have to believe he didn't know a thing. i don't think he i yeah. believe i, I think he was too that dumb yeah that's and not, I I don't he was, was in a bad I think he was, way i don't even oblivious i won't even say dumb i think ultimately he was too honest Oh yeah, you know yeah. he no, was a hustler, true. and yeah. he would hard sell you. But I don't think he would. No, I don't think he, he would ultimately artist. steal yeah. from you. No, you know? no, I think he had, he's the heart of gold. Like yeah. he didn't want to hurt anybody. Uh-huh. Yeah. Ta-da, so there's the, a tagline. The, yeah, the main the main problem with this character that 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 hurts him throughout the movie until the end is that it hurts he, him twice. He he is just. His his uh, grandfather started the company. His father made it very successful, and uh, you know, under his his command, it's his great grandfather. Yeah, and under his command, though, the company fell into ruin. Which wasn't his fault, though. Like they kind of say, like we hit a recession and we hit this, and like, but it's like, but, but he's trying to restore his good name, and so that's his goal, and so he kind of sets logic and business to the side and he has more heart. He's just, sure. I want to make my name something again. And so, so that was what was most important to him. So eventually, you know, uh, their deal kind of gets, tries to get bought out gets, by the well, number. Well, first they, they, they sign on with, with Corey Stoll, yeah. I think is his name, who was like this third party investor yeah. who was going to manage their funds. Yeah. So they need money. So also, when you find also, gold, you need money to dig to oh create yeah, a mine. For he sure. hundreds of millions of dollars. So he, so. Go, he goes back to Stacy Keach, and they have this great meeting where you know he's just like, yeah, well, of course I'll invest. And then you've got the guy in the corner. Yeah. I love again. I love what they're trying to do here. And he could have. And this is the scene where I was like, this is this is the scene where I think it's solidified. 
Matthew McConaughey's take on this character that he's not a bad guy. Yeah. Because he had every opportunity to sh- that guy that other guy and he's, that's what i thought he was gonna do but, but he's he was like, just like i want you in charge of my affairs i want you in charge of my account because yeah, he knows he's got this guy by the balls yeah yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and i did love that moment again like that was clever and i i really liked it right. um i just feel like i wish they would have set it up better in the beginning that's the problem with that first meeting yeah. Yeah. i like what they were doing and going for but they should have set it up a little differently right so now we fast so now he's living the high life he's he they're living out of the out of a hotel in reno uh, they're they've opened the stock market and they're having this massive party and Kay this entire time who's kind of been just standing off to the side and just being like his support system she's there no matter she, what this like, is she not where she them. she doesn't want to be here but yeah. this is not the life that she wants and she says she's like I'm happy working at the she wants store. comfort but she doesn't need she doesn't need all of this yeah. well she also realizes how fake it is because she hears, she hears Corey Stoll talking Corey Stoll is talking to this guy and he he basically relates his Matthew name is Corey Stoll right yeah I looked him up I'm not gonna keep saying this yeah guy. Corey Stoll <laughs> okay yeah. so oh Corey Feldman yeah <laughs> so basically he's in a bar talking to another business associate and he calls he, him like a he, hick or something well, a, raccoon, to a, raccoon. a raccoon yeah so she overhears them talking bad about him and that's when she realizes that all these people aren't his friends they don't right. care about him and so she tells him that <laughs> meanwhile at the same time is it alice eve is that who that is i don't know who that girl was i think she was in star trek i think okay. she was in the second star trek okay I mean think- meanwhile you know he's loving the attention and he's talking to this female he's that- got like a, a, the typical 90s blonde this one is a gold digger Yes. yes like this absolutely. one absolutely and she like she kind of says she's like look man i just want to get out of here and he was just like why don't you back me up or why don't you do this and you never you never believed in me and it was just kind of like 2k but she did bro yeah like yeah 2k well Sorry. he was very drunk i mean this is the thing he had money he had success he has beautiful women giving him attention and right. so he was drunk not just on alcohol literally he was drunk but on he was drunk power. on success and power and so he was forgetting this woman that was there rachel for taylor him. Okay. I was way off. <laughs> and so, yeah, so they, they have this blow up and she leaves him at the hotel. Yeah, she she bails. And it's funny. Oh, she... Has everybody watched Jessica Jones? Yeah. She's yeah, Patsy someone. She's Patsy Walker. Is that her the, friend? Yeah. It's uh, Hellcat. Okay. okay. Yeah. Who is an old... Man, when they brought that character on the show, I was like, wow. Okay. Well, they <laughs> they only have so much to work with. Yeah, with these they characters are officially like, running out of superheroes. <laughs> yeah, they are using the characters yeah. they have at their disposal. Uh, yeah. So she and again, like now, so she was wearing like a very '90s popular style of dress. But when he goes upstairs, she's in like a tank top and jeans and like a just a regular old jacket, and she's leaving. Uh, so he goes like she leaves. He's just like, fine, go, you leave. And then he goes back the next to living there at a party. And then, you know, this girl is in the, you know, they're hooking, they're going to hook up and blah, blah. And then here comes Bruce Greenwood. Yeah. Who <laughs> I love Bruce Greenwood. Anytime he comes, but he's doing, like, I didn't know what accent he was doing. And that, like, I think he was Australian. Yeah, I he think. was doing something. I I couldn't really tell either, but it was a, but, he was putting uh, out a very. He did. A, he does a great Batman voice. He huh. was the voice of Batman and Bruce Wayne and Batman Under the Red Hood. Nice. He was very good. He was um, Kennedy in Thirteen Days. He was. He? Yeah, yeah. He was also. Oh, he was. He was also uh, Mark Harmon's replacement on uh, Saint Elsewhere. Mark Harmon left, and they wanted a new heartthrob doctor. And they got Bruce and, Greenwood, and huh? he was the heartthrob back then. Yeah, All right. he played a real douche. And, I uh, could see that too. He was the president in uh, National Treasure. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he played a real. And I remember the storyline is he ends up he like doesn't want to work on gay people because he's afraid he's going to get AIDS. Is that right? And then he's. I mean, he, he was quite the heart throb back then. Yeah. I mean, he was. 
Oh, for the sure. Long, yeah. The long yeah. hair. Yeah, yeah. 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 The 80s mullet. Back 80s when that hair. Was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. The, and, uh, the MacGyver mullet? Yeah. And uh, the lethal weapon. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, right. That's it was. Right. Yeah. But, uh, um, but yeah, I remember the storyline. He's working on someone who has AIDS, and he has to give him a shot, and he doesn't want to, and he wears gloves because he's like, he doesn't want to touch him. And then as he's, there's some sort of happenstance, and as he's turning around, he drops the needle, and it lands on him, oh. and he ends up giving himself Oh, are you, you serious? Yeah. You, you, I think you and Dan talked about this before. Yeah. Yeah. St. Elsewhere what? is such a good show. Oh, such man. a brilliant show. Yeah, he was also in uh, Eight Below with Paul Walker. Mm-hmm. That's a thing. So, so anyway, so, so his character is like the number one gold he owns, miner. He is, but he's not anymore. Like now, he's not? No, no, his company no, is no. no. Like in this, it it becomes like they say he owns the most gold. Yeah, like they said in he, the world, he has but, the most gold claims in the world. But now, yeah. but now they say McConaughey kind of says he's like not anymore. He's like, well, well yeah, according to their find, yeah, but right, right, right. McConaughey's That's in the, the process of surpassing him because of he found ten, the, the the purity yeah, of sure. their yeah. ten million Correct. ounces of gold. Or I just yeah, right. but no, this guy is the number one guy. Yeah, and he's like, so this is how, and he gets out of the pool, and it's, I like this scene where he's butt ass naked. Yeah, I love that. And he's just like, so this is how it happens, huh? Yeah, and he was like, yeah, and yep. again. Would have been so much better with a different director. I know yeah. that's the yeah. problem. Again, it's just a, too understated, right? You know, right. but yeah, no, I, I liked. Again, I liked and the you idea. Could see it I getting the, set up so much. You yeah. like you it knew was, it was like you knew there was, was no like surprise or like haha. It was right. just like you're like oh, oh, this is where we're so going. So we're just going to continue this and story. Then he then. did it, right? Yeah. So so then fast forward and then uh, they're in a, they're in a meeting and I like so in every meeting they'd had so far, like they'd both been there. So I thought where this was going to go. Is he was gonna sell the comp like sell it, and the other guy was gonna get pissed because right. he was not involved in the deal. It's not the way it goes. Um, well, again, because he lets his hubris he lets get his, the his ego of him, get the better. Of him. So they offer the offer is three hundred million dollars, and it becomes like they but still they have, take they, his name off the. They claim. take his name off the claim. This guy gets the claim, but they always get like a percentage of whatever's coming out of there as well as the 300 million i didn't realize that i thought he was just yeah. done for i didn't realize i got a I thought it was I think, uh, yeah i think they got like 15 percent no that's later is on that, this, oh, this is just, that is they're just buying on. him out yeah okay this okay. is 300 million dollars 300 million dollars in like 1991 yeah i mean could, he turned conservatively it was he like, turned what? this down all he had to do was do nothing i mean i know he put the work up and the risk but it was a big reward well, he says he's like they're taking my name off of it right yeah, yeah. So it was it's all about because of the name. name yeah that's all it was about he didn't right. care about the money and he says it. he's like it's not about the money but that's all he had to do and this is where his partner is gonna get mad yeah so you also you know for all the the kind of grief he takes for being too proud to let them take his name off of it. They could have made that deal if they had just called it, if they left his name on it or even hyphenated it. Yeah. Right. Said it's the whatever yeah. Wells mind or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Like, but you know, so at the end of the day, they're just as proud and arrogant as mm-hmm. he is because they let a deal. They, they just as much let they, a massive they deal lost. Go- Ultimately, more money than right. he did. <laughs> ultimately, over they made out great on the deal. <laughs> yeah, ultimately, yes. they yes, <laughs> they yeah. did very well. So he ends up like they. We flash back to Indonesia, and all of a sudden, the military is showing up, and yeah. they're shutting the mine down. So he calls, he calls back to the United States. the The partner calls back to the United States. He's like, "What the f- is going on?" 
And he was just like, look, uh, here's the deal. And he tells him the whole well, story. And then his partner, and he's just Nisha's like, like you idiot. signed the deal, right? And he you was made like, a deal. I was going to, but. They and wouldn't then, put my name on it. You know, it turns I mean, out. It was both their names. Yeah. In fairness. Yeah, yeah. 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 So it turns out that like Bruce Greenwood's character has all of these ties yeah. to the one so guy. It was the basically the yeah he has so many connections from all his years of doing this right. that the basically he just shut him down. Matthew McConaughey wasn't smart enough to get that the offer was we will give you all this money or we'll just kill it. Screw you, we'll just take it. Right. We we have enough juice that we'll we can just and That's what he says. He we can like, just step in and take they, it. They keep talking about that my family and all this money and then they were going to take it anyway. And see that and yeah. that's again to your point Tom, he's too good of a person. He didn't even think someone could do I that also to think him. He's too right. dumb. He just, like he's not that bi- he wasn't that business savvy that he thought that Well, Bruce I don't Greenwood think it's would. dumb. I think it's just I think, you know, he has I don't know that for all their their gold mining that they've done international work at this level right and so like he doesn't really get how shady it can get when you get into these other countries because in america there there is going to be a system of laws and protections sure. and i'm not saying people don't get screwed but not like this right where where they basically picked up the phone and said we want that and then Okey the government dokey. stepped in and nationalized it and took it right you know so now that now their company is collapsing like the company's collapsing again their, their stock is, are, their stock is yeah. plummeting uh mcconaughey oh no this is later so he ends up devising like they end up figuring out this deal where they go and talk to the son of this Indonesian of the like the president of this country. Yeah. And they work out this deal where the they'll sell the they'll sell this guy the mine. They'll get Fifteen percent. They're going to cut. Yeah, they're, they're going to cut, cut the him kid. In. The, 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 right, the son the kid's of an the idiot. dictator in on the deal. Right. They try to give the, the son's son a playboy. The son is also he's your typical stereotypical mob son, quote unquote. Yeah. Where like the mob boss is like the dude that knows what's going on, and then you've got the idiot son yeah. who just keeps screwing everything up. Yeah. Uh, unless you watch The Godfather, where Michael doesn't screw anything up. Well. Well, one of the sons knows how Sonny. to do it. Sonny kind of knows how yeah, to do it. Too, and Fredo is a Fredo, Fredo's yeah. a... Oh, Fredo. <laughs> you son of a bitch. So, so, and basically, this would be the son's way to redeem himself. Speaking so of that, you know you can't find that Godfather saga anywhere? What do you mean? Oh, like the re-edited, the re-edited version? version? Yeah. It's impossible. Oh. I tried. Uh-huh. Uh, anyway, so yeah. So he they cut the son in. And this they have effectively cut out the bank. Right. And they've cut out Bruce Greenwood. So for them trying to do screw them Matthew McConaughey over, Wells over and his partner, now they're doing the exact same thing. Well they've just cut out the bank they've and the financier, right. you know. Yeah. And uh and yeah, so now they've kind of have the leg up. Aha. <laughs> and they're only getting fifteen percent and so but it's still like a hundred and what's the guy's name again? Corey Edgar Oh, Kerry Stoll. So so he ends Corey up saying Stoll. so he's talking to his boss and he's like, That's a terrible deal, that's fifteen percent. He's like, What's fifteen percent of like one billion dollars? Yeah, it's more than that. It's I calculated it out. It's four point five billion dollars. So whatever. Like, and also like, and what what percentage are you getting, Mister Bad Deal? Yeah, and right. He's, yeah. Like, he's like, I'm sure you'll I land do, on your feet. Oh man, what a great line where he's like, and that's another line that I liked yeah. where he's it's so understated. Like that actor, the the guy who runs the yeah. bank. Is just he's like I'm sure you're laying on your yeah. feet, and he was just like that's great. So see that should be understated. Like that's the that's the kind of line that makes so much more it's right. much more powerful understated. But it's the same thing as him hiring the errand boy. You know, like sure. I love those kind of mo- moments in a movie. And so I like I love those kind of moments were. in movies like this. 
Yeah, you know I love I mean? like, when it's like stick it to him, you know, yeah. and the good guy wins, and the you know the and so uh, you know he's been fired now because he <laughs> made this terrible deal Poor trying to screw him Corey over. Stoll. Anyway, yeah. so now they're back to living the high yeah. life, and everything's great. Um, and then he's out, and all of a sudden he he's he's out one night. He goes into the he's going into the office, and the people are everywhere, yeah. and he's just like, "What the throwing f-? stuff at his he's car? Like, what is going on?" So he gets into the building and he was just like, what is happening? And he and so like he's had the same like ring of buddies that have been with him from the beginning. Yeah. And they tell him like they turn on the news and it turns out that the gold they had found uh, is not like the it was too smooth. Yeah, like there was it something was, wrong with the gold. Like it, so when they pull gold out of the river, it's smooth From because the water, the water the smo- erodes it and smooths it out. Right. And they should have been finding rough gold. And so someone had been, they call it salting. Salting. And they, they, so they had been taking their core samples and sprinkling and gold to right. make so when they sent them off, because they sent them off to an independent lab to have them tested. Right. And so they show you earlier, like how. They, there's a big there's a big deal like they how they take do it. this and they put it and they seal the bag Tamper and then they double and, seal it right. and then they and then it's escorted and so you know that it's legit and so like there's really only one person who would have had yeah. access well there's two yeah but you know but yeah right so but they although say, honestly ultimately there's, there's only really one person who's hands on who right. could have been physically there because Matthew McConaughey wasn't the there enough it's right. the other guy yeah. and I did like I, so earlier in the movie. McConaughey is kind of talking to his one buddy who's like a cop who's like a guy who always plays like an office worker or a cop yeah, yeah. in the background and he was like look put man, some money away put some money away like this like, might not sell last. the stock while it's sell hot. a little bit of it yeah and, not all of it yeah. but some of it yeah and put it away and you'll be fine and so like he comes in obviously the stock is now plummeting and he's just like well you put some away right and he's like I thought yeah. I was going to keep going. Up. He's like, no, uh, and he felt you know of yeah. course now he feels awful and this is like this was the scene where I was like did he know. But I mean, like the way he handles it, he's like, "You tell me right now, did you like the the his buddy is yeah. like, did you know what the fuck was going on?" Yeah, and he was like, "I swear," he's like, "How could you ask me that?" He's like, "Are you really asking me that right now?" He's like, "Yes." Yeah, <laughs> and he was like, <laughs> yes, "No, I, I had no idea." And then this is where the, the feds show up, and you find out that the narration of the film the entire time has been his his interview, his interview with the feds, which right. again I think could have been yeah. a great reveal. See, I didn't, been. I didn't like how they set this up. They yeah. should not have shown them before this. Right. That was the problem. So, okay, most should movies have shown who the feds that, interviewing that them halfway through. The feds the whole oh, time. because I here's see, the deal. So most movies that start out like this, most movies where you're getting interviewed and you go back and tell your story, start out in the interview room. They, or think about a interview with a vampire, right? Yeah, they, they're interviewing him, and they he goes back and tells his story. The wait, girl so looks, how, wait, 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 wait. That's you're right. How does he end up in the back of his car at the end of that movie? Christian Slater's yeah. spoilers from oh, you interview interview with interview the vampire. vampire. Yeah. Like Christian Slater's driving away. In the in his is he yeah. interviewing Brad Pitt? Yeah, it was the Tom Cruise. I can't remember. No, I think he's interviewing Brad Pitt. Is interviewing and then Brad Tom Cruise Pitt is in the back of the car. Of the spoilers. Back of the car. And, yeah, right. So that movie's great. They set up. He's interviewing Brad Pitt, and then he tells his story. Right. Right. I'm thinking of other movies. I don't know if it's Wolf of Wall Street, whatever. But movies like this, or, uh, Wolf of Wall Street, they break the fourth wall, don't they? Yeah. He yeah. Talks they do. Yeah. The camera. In movies that you're talking to the feds about the story, I like it how you set it up. He's telling the story, and then you go back and the see re- what happens. The reveal right. Is that this movie randomly like 45 minutes into it 
they show him talking to the, the feds like just kind of a throwaway yeah. scene and it's like you should have like built your story around that it, premise. Book ended it. Or you should or, have had it a reveal. Yeah. yeah. But completely the fact that concealed they, it. They peppered in or salted in for, you know, uh, <laughs> a couple scenes randomly, throwaway scenes. It right. was so stupid because it would have been a great reveal. Yeah. So I'm like, wait a minute. You didn't start off telling the story like you were being interviewed and then you just were all of a sudden. And yeah. I just did not like it at all. No. That's where the editing and, yeah, the way they edited this movie, it was just stupid. It was poorly yeah, that executed. Was, that, was, that, was, that was not. So anyway, he's telling... The feds are now, you know, he he's back at the hotel. The front desk gal is like, hey, uh, how long are you going to stay yeah. here? All of a sudden, he's like Rufus T. Firefly <laughs> yeah. trying to sneak out of the hotel. She's just like, we have to settle your bill. And he was like, yeah, 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 I'll be down in a minute. So he goes upstairs and the feds are there. The feds are already there and they start doing the interview. Um, and again, like to this, the guy that I keep referencing, we see him pop up and stuff all i love this guy like this guy is so good he was in um what's that liam neeson one we just did with the monster and the kid the monster, monster, monster calls monster calls he was he was the dad in that uh, oh that's right he was in that awesome black mirror episode he was in rock and roll uh we won't mention the fantastic four so he's just telling him a story and you know the guy is the fed the federal agent is just kind of like uh-huh and he's like so and we're finding out that like looking at kevin was it Edgar, Edgar, Ed, Ramirez. Edgar Ramirez? He kind of is like, like when you go back and you look at these scenes, he's been the guy spearheading, you know, like Matthew McConaughey was passed out for a week. Yeah. And then all of a sudden there was gold. He kind of forced the bank deal. He was just like, look, I think it's probably a good idea. And McConaughey believed him. So like this entire time. So now. So he's been playing and he's just Matthew like, McConaughey. And you're, and you're never going to see him again. And he was like, yeah. why? What's wrong with him? And he was like, dude. He pissed off a lot of people. Very this, powerful. This could people, go yeah. one of two ways, yeah. and I do. And like the scene, I thought we were watching like what had happened to him. Yeah. So like he's in a helicopter with all of the well, your federal police. I think you're skipping some stuff because he they, there's the scene where he gets Matthew McConaughey gets the award and he shows up. Oh, and he's like, I didn't think that's right. You he were going to show. Yeah, he gets like the uh, the, um, the the golden golden pick the golden pickaxe pick from Prospector the Prospector magazine. magazine. Yeah, I guess that's a thing. It's called Gold Miners Magazine. Is that right? Yeah, it's called. It's like it, the name of it is so silly, <laughs> and I guess that's what the thing is really called. They're, the magazine well, is called Gold Miners Magazine. I I I was googling. I did find a prospecting yeah. and mining journal. Huh. Either so yeah he gives this yeah. impassioned speech and then all of us like you know something's up because he gets up and like halfway through the speech and walks out yeah and you never see him again uh, well there's also the scene where they're at the hotel and he's like you know he's like I went mining for gold but I found a I found <laughs> I a like friend. that line and, though and the guy's like <laughs> that's the corniest thing that's ever the corniest thing yeah ever they, ever. they owned it it was self aware yeah, so I, it was I like yeah. that yeah. line a lot that was a very funny line um yeah, so he's just kind of like this. Could, he's probably like he was. They found a body, yeah. and this happens before they. It goes from this scene, yeah. to them discovering that this is a hoax. Right, like, this is where and they've lost. Everything we skipped over and, it. This oh, dro- you're right. This drops in, and he like he he gets this award, the golden pickaxe. He thinks he's, he's made it. Like he's you yeah, know. like yeah. And now, oh, that's right. So he gets he gets messed up. He call, ends up calling Kay. Yeah, and you know she doesn't answer the phone. Uh and then he goes into the office and he's all hung over. Right. And that's where all hell is broken loose. Yeah. That's right. That's right. So he kind of says he's like, well, they found a body uh, in, you know, in the fort, in the in the jungle. And it, it could be him. But, we, you know, we don't really know. We have to assume that it is. Yeah. Because, you know, 
But the the face and fingerprints have been eaten by wild boars. Right, right. So when he says that, I was like, well, he's not dead. That's not a thing. I know for a fact he's not dead. <laughs> uh, no. So in comic book movies, he's not dead. <laughs> but in real yeah. life. Right, no, yeah, right. It's, I, it's yeah, said, correct. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, he kind of like, and the, the Fed is, he's like, look, man, it's, if you if you believe, if you, you have to believe what I'm saying, he's like, I have to. I'm so in debt at this point. I have to go. Gold Digger Magazine was the name of it. Was oh. it? Is that is that a real thing? That because I remember how ridiculous the magazine was. Because I'm like, was that a real magazine? They called it Gold Digger Magazine. Is it, it just, real? Well, I don't know about oh, that. Right. But in the movie, it was called Gold Digger Magazine. Yeah, I know. In real life, there's there's the ICMJ's Prospecting and yeah. Mining Journal. Yeah, hmm. Prospector Magazine would sound like a real thing or whatever. But I just remember in the movie, I'm like, they called their magazine Gold so it Digger sounds Magazine. Like a, it sounds like a penthouse knockoff. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, it's just well, so yeah. Well, and and you wouldn't call it because gold digging is too specific. Yeah, because right, it's right. also about it's like about silver and copper. And right, right, right. Rare, like you're not just minerals. looking for gold. Yeah. yeah. Um. So he's just like, look, man. I have to figure out a way to get the frick out of this hotel and skip out of my bill. Right. It's like, do you think I would do that? Well, if, and if I had money, well, I had money? what I thought was weird is to me, the obvious thing to point to was that he could have taken $300 million and, and didn't and just skated. Yeah. Like, and, and he said no, because he wanted his name on right. this thing. Right, right, right. And they even acknowledged the, the guys like, he's like, you walked away from $300 million. He's like, that was a really dumb movie. He's like, it was a dumb but, movie. And yeah. that's, but yeah, that all ultimately is what I think clears his name because yeah. if, if he knew he was scamming the whole time and he turned on the money to put his name on it, right. then his name would just be drugged through the mud when he's eventually found out. Right. Right. right? So that would be a stupid plan. That wouldn't make yeah. any sense. Well, this way you're that'd be the best of both worlds. I get the money and you're taking my name off. Yeah. 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 Done. He goes back to like his hometown because it's like outside Reno, and he goes to CK. Oh no, no, is that yeah, right? Yeah, after he leaves there, but, he goes to CK. But there's another scene where he goes to see her, and she's talking well, that's before like, we really skipped okay, over okay. that. Yeah, where like he, he finds he out fi- that she's kind of like flirting with a guy at he, the he throws like the a furniture thing, store uh, and of so. flowers or whatever yeah. and he takes off. So once now, he made his once he got the fifteen percent deal and was that's when he, got, that's billions, when he came back. Yeah, he went to right. visit Kay, but it seemed like she was already interested in someone interested else, else yeah. through the presence. Like. Right. So now he's back. Like he's got nothing left. Uh, he goes back. And, and he, she invites him in and is like, you got some mail and things. Yeah. Kinda. Well, then, and it's like, so are you like, I have to believe like they're back. They're it seemed back, like they were kind of back to like, it's just like it picked up right where they left off. Right. That's know? what it seemed like. They picked up where they left. He got some mail. And I do like there. the line where the fed goes, don't go like on any expensive trips or buy anything. Yeah. And the guys, and McConaughey's like, okay. Yeah. Uh, like, not a problem. <laughs> right. So he, and then there's a check. Like, well, he opens it well, up. He opens it up. Well, they talk about that there's $164 million that this, missing. So that they, they end up telling us that this guy has been selling off his stock into different shell companies and he's, you know, he's uh, moved all his money around. Um, but now he's the one that made off with all the money. Nobody right. has any money except for this guy. So he opens this international envelope and inside the envelope is the. The, the, contract the contract on the napkin. Yeah. yeah. And then there's a check for... 80, well, it's a wire transfer to right, an offshore for, account. For $82 million. Yeah, exactly half of the money that was missing. Right. And, and, the, and, and then, the contract says 50-50 partners. 50-50 partners. And that's, yes, where it ends. that's where it ends. Yeah. It, you know, I think the story would have been... Re- it'd have been it's really, a damn good story. It's a very good yeah, story. it is. And it's based on a true story. Yeah. And, and, uh, and the guy really that, that salted the mines, like he really did scoot. 
scoot and get killed they found oh, his really? bo- they found his body and the the theory is that he was thrown out of a helicopter and they don't know if it was by the government or not but most people assume that it, it was. was and uh uh but this guy i don't think ever recovered but, got this magic check to show up because honestly like the movie ends like haha he he made money after all and i'm like first off <laughs> like well that's kind of sad because he made this month like this money look how many people got screwed a out of it, money. it was like a pyramid scheme yeah i mean yeah, yeah it's basically and he didn't do scheme. it on purpose he didn't but right. i don't think that the movie was saying that, that yeah he, that, no i don't know, either and because um the, if he was in on it they would have just taken the money and ran right and but him getting that money kind of undermines the entire point of him being such a good person yes yeah because he got that money on so but, so many people's bad fortunes but the other just, thing too is how, he can't spend it he can't right. touch it well they, they they have to abscond with it i mean yeah. they have to leave the country eventually right and live on some island like that's the yeah. only way he could spend right. it theoretically right. so yeah it, it didn't really like what they were trying to do was a happy ending aha moment like yeah, really like, clever oh, he i did. got away but it's like if you think about it it's like one he's <laughs> he made that 82 million dollars on the back because yeah. when you see his car getting mobbed it's not hedge fund managers no. and wall street it's, it's like people Joe the one Q guy Public. he knocks into going into the building hey can you can you just tell me where my money is right yeah. like, it's like just, oh man right. that's hard yeah and so yeah. um but that's also why you don't invest in things you don't understand. Yeah. Like, you know, if you want to invest, you you do mutual yeah. funds and you right. where it's diversified, blah, right. blah, blah. But but still, you know, he that you see. So the, he he definitely would that would that money came from John Q. Public. But also, yeah, there's no realistic way for him to spend no. that money. No, they with, have to disappear. Without outing. He himself. could buy like yeah. groceries. Yeah. And in no. real life, that guy did end up moving to like the Caribbean or something. Oh, but uh, and but somebody broke into his house and like held him hostage like basically demanding their money and he ended up getting out of that somehow huh. and then he died three years later from brain aneurysm oh, oh. well all right so interesting yeah I, if but there really was a company that believed all this <laughs> usually with these movies they give you the little bookend where it's just like this is what happened to this guy but if he died three years later of a brain aneurism yeah i guess well, they and it's heavily fictionalized because the guy the guy's name they changed oh, his name I see, I see. like they you know yeah if, if this movie w- had been if this story had been in the hands of a better filmmaker because it says at the beginning inspired, inspired by, by not based, based on, on like that that's you know the subtle differences of like right inspired by is like very loosely based on is like maybe yeah and then if somebody's really then they'll say the following is a true story a true you don't story. see that very often but you know you saw the texas chainsaw massacre yeah. yeah, I think they say this is a this is based on actual events. Yeah, and it sort of is. Yeah, but yeah, if it, it was in a be- the hands of a better filmmaker, I think it would have been, it would have been a Christmas release. Like this would have been this some Oscar was, bait. They thought, and I could, I get how if you're on set watching this movie and you you know you think you McConaughey's might have something. turning in you know the character yeah portrayal that he's doing. I can see why I you think you it. might have something, mm-hmm. and then but when you finally put it together, I'm like dang it, yeah, it's you know it's such a crapshoot when you make a movie. I mean, a real you know like. You know, we you do this. We do this so often. Yeah, you don't realize how hard it is. There's so many variables that can that can screw up a movie, right? Sure. And then you, even when you get all the variables right, sometimes there, sometimes just magic happens, and, and like Monster Squad, and it makes, <laughs> and it can make a good movie great. And yeah. other times, magic happens, and it can make a not very good movie great. Because I mean, like a good example, Jaws. I always think of. 
Uh, no, I was actually thinking Caddyshack. Like, oh, Caddyshack yeah. is not a good movie. No. But there's something about it that makes it a great there's movie. That, it's got a spark. I was thinking, yeah. like, the mistakes of this shark not well, working sure, and making Jaws, it. That could be a thing, too. Jaws yeah, like is some, a good example. Sometimes there are, like, things there are, can just happen that make it yeah, happy better. Happy accidents. And yeah. 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 But um, I just meant, like, sometimes a movie, you know the movie isn't all that good, but the, it's still something, it it rises above what it is on some it's level. Blues Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. But that's a movie that on paper should not have worked. And it was way over budget, and yeah. they didn't know what they were doing. And, you know, and Caddyshack's the same way. Like, it wasn't over budget, but, like, it was just a hodgepodge of scenes with no through line. Right. And, and, and they fixed it somewhat, but it still ultimately is a hodgepodge of scenes with no significant through line. And <laughs> there's a golf game. That's yeah. There's a scene, where, like, if you think about it, there's a scene where she's like, Oh, I'm pregnant. And then in the next scene, I'm not pregnant. Right. Like, why is that even in the movie? Yeah. Why is that even there? But you know what? I don't care. You know why? Be the ball, Danny. Yeah. I got all the other stuff. Like, yeah. oh, I'm like, oh, are we doing this? And the next scene, no, we're not doing this. Oh, good. <laughs> I think that was the first time I good, saw. Good. I didn't want to do that. I saw boobs. <laughs> like, in that. Like, I was like, oh, oh, boobs. Yeah, I'm yeah. scarred for life. I think the first time I saw boobs was J.P. Morgan in the Gong Show movie. Goo. Yeah, well, was, I'm sorry for you. That was the first R-rated movie I saw in a yeah. hotel room in Texas. Uh, the first R- Basic Instinct, yeah, was for sure the first R-rated movie. It was I like ever we saw, were, we were in a hotel room in Texas in like 1980 or 81, and it had cable. Oh, that was that was a big deal. Wow. <laughs> and uh, we were like, oh, and so our choices were Gong Show movie, and I'm like, okay. And then we saw Airplane, and oh my oh, god, watching yeah. Airplane for the first time. So it's, it's one of those things that you'll never get back. Talk about the joy of discovery. Yeah. Like I mean, just like we had no way, like. You know, my sister and I, we didn't even know what it was. Sure. We were just like, okay, and this thing just kicks in. Oh, man. And, and it's oh, my stop. God, I don't know that I've ever laughed that hard at a movie <laughs> in the rest of my <laughs> life. Yeah, that's good I stuff. I mean, what a great movie to find when you're 10 and or 11 years to old. To find, like, without any no knowing nothing about walking it. Walking in cold yeah. and then someone handing you airplane. Go. Oh, it's yeah. not. 30 years of people saying how great airplane right. is. No. Yeah. yeah. And I, I tried to do the same thing with Zach. I was like, you should just watch this movie. And he's like, that looks dumb. And I was like, y- <laughs> you're right. It does. You should watch this movie. And then he started showing to his. Yeah. Like, God, see, see, this, this was. He's 16 now. This is when he was like 12. Still, though. Like, that's what it works. About airplane? Yeah. <laughs> have I yeah. told you about airplane today? Yeah. Ding do you dong. Have, do you have a personal relationship with airplane? <laughs> yeah. Would you like to? Yeah. So, uh, so I guess that's it for this movie. Yeah. There you Tom, go. Tom, do you have a video recovery? Uh, no. <laughs> the Wolf of Wall Street. Well, sure. The <laughs> I mean, American Hustle. American Hustle. Yeah. Any movie that's about Goodfellas, yeah, that has more energy, right? Than should do. <laughs> so, so uh, uh, I guess it, let's go around the table and everybody can say where to find them. This is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at Joey Butts B U T T S twenty one. This is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R Bracket. And this is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. Don't forget, if you'd like to continue the conversation online, we will be there waiting for you at facebook.com slash Real Spoilers, where you can join the League of Show Sharers, or you can go to iTunes, where you can rate review and subscribe we've been getting lots of reviews in yeah, and it's so been nice good. like we've it's we, we've really like we had stalled out for a long time and we seem we've to turn a corner turned a corner so that's very nice so hopefully if you like the show keep them coming we love we love hearing them so um that's it for this time i guess next week the movie du jour will probably be the, the space between us uh, it's like uh yeah we were talking about before you got here i think it's oh, like no. uh it's like it, jonathan green wrote a space movie and then the guy who did Fault in Our Stars. Oh, it's got the guy from uh, Aja Butterfield. The Aja Butterfield, Ender, yeah. Ender's Game Kid. 
Gotcha. Yikes. Well, that movie wasn't his fault. No, it wasn't. Yeah, so yeah, it was Harrison Ford's fault. I actually, <laughs> I actually kind of like that movie. I've never seen it since we talked about it, but something about that movie I enjoyed. I don't know what it was. But, I mean, it's it's. I didn't that. hate that movie at, its at core, all. It's a decent I, story. Yeah. I mean, people love that book, right? You know? Something I mean, about I, it hooked me, and I think it's yeah. the story, not necessarily the movie, but like having not read the book. Like I enjoyed the story so much that right. I'm like, I like this So like I kind of just want to read the book now. Right Well there's a bunch of them so, Yeah <laughs> uh, So you'll have something to do Yeah So uh, so anyway So I guess that's what Our movie du jour will be Next week So thanks for tuning in And until next time The wind blows away Howard and Curtin's gold <laughs> catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.